Lutheran Talk. We have an ecumenical responsibility to hold forth the scriptures and to bear witness to grace alone, faith alone, Christ alone. Lutheran Music. Listen anytime, anywhere in 2020 with the Lutheran Public Radio mobile app. Download for iPhone, Android, and Kindle at issuesetc.org. It's time to play Issues Etc. Soundbite of the Week. We have our four soundbites. You're listening... And hopefully you're ready, after you've listened to the soundbite, to cast your vote for one of the four soundbites to be issues, etc. soundbite of the week. we got four soundbites to play for you. When we've played them, you give us a call, 1-877-623-6943, 877-623-MYIE. Send us your vote via email right here in the studio, talkback at issuesetc.com. Org. You can also send it via Twitter at IssuesETC or leave your vote. We have left space for you to do so at our Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash IssuesETC, facebook.com slash IssuesETC. And the listener with the best vote for Soundbite of the Week live this Friday afternoon, January the 17th, gets the LPR bundle package, an Ad Crusum Luther Rose medallion, the I Have Issues t-shirt, Issues, etc. A pen, bumper sticker, notepad, and tote bag. one 623 myie Soundbite number one this week comes from Sidna Massey and Dr. Michael New. We had a conversation with both of them on a recent survey calling abortion regret a myth. This survey is really only covering women five years out and drawing conclusions for the rest of their life as to how they feel. And that just in human life is difficult to do. After my abortion, I felt great relief because the crisis was done. The decision was made. Now I had to try and live with it. It led to a deep pain in my heart that I tried to cover with drugs, alcohol, promiscuity. And my regret was obvious. I just never connected it back to my abortion experience. I put that memory in a little box in my heart, and I refused to open the door. And so when anyone would ask me about abortion, I would be very light and airy and say, uh, you know, I think it's a woman's right to choose. And up to seven years after my abortion, I would stick with that. So a study was done by a group of researchers with a very strong bias in favor of legal abortion. They get money from groups that support abortion. Another problem with this study is that it had a very low rate of response. Only about 38% of the women they approached agreed to take part. And I think that pretty clearly skews the results. I think that women who agreed to participate in the survey are probably more confident in their decision, may have less moral qualms about abortion. One big problem is that they can't track all these women very effectively. You know, they want to check back every year, every six months or so, for a span of five years. Well, five years later, they're only reaching out to less than 60% of the women originally contacted. 40% of the survey kind of vanishes. And I think that people who aren't responding, these are women that are either suffering psychologically, uh, that women who aren't uh, participating anymore are probably having some adverse life outcomes, and the study's not capturing that. That's soundbite number one, Sid Massey and Dr. Michael New on a recent survey calling abortion regret a myth. one 623 Soundbite number two comes from Dr. John Warwick Montgomery. We had a conversation with him on how China was planning to rewrite the Bible he made a connection to how liberals handle the Bible. 
the issue is simply this. Where do you start? Do you start with a theology, with an ideology, and then you go to the Bible to see if the Bible conforms to this? And if the Bible, sad to say, doesn't conform to this, then you simply alter the Bible or reduce the content of it until finally it conforms to your own ideas. There's been a long history of this kind of thing. In the days of, of Protestant liberalism, of course, they, they loved the moral teachings of the Bible, the Sermon on the Mount, but they didn't like the miracles. And G.K. Chesterton said, Ah, the religious liberal. The religious liberal can't stand the virgin birth because it's only in two Gospels, uh, Matthew and Luke. The liberal loves the Sermon on the Mount, which, oddly enough, is only in two Gospels, Matthew and Luke. (laughs) So this turns out to be a classic example of the way in which liberals work with this stuff. That's soundbite number two, Dr. John Warwick Montgomery, on how liberals handle the Bible. one 623 myie Send us that vote via email, talkback at issuesetc.org, via Twitter at issuesetc, or at our Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash issuesetc. Soundbite number three comes from Dr. Jordan Cooper. We had a conversation with him in our series on responding to Calvinist proof texts. We were looking at Mark... 1045, where Jesus is a ransom for many. Calvinists argue that many means not all. Here's his response. We have a really great example of a text where it's very obvious that the phrase many, specifically in reference to the death of Christ, is not a reference just to a a certain select group of people. And that is in Romans chapter 5. So, throughout this this chapter, there is this parallel between what Adam did as the first Adam and what Jesus did as the second Adam. And these things apply to the same group of people. And so, here we're told, and this is in verse 15 of Romans 5, for if by the one man's offense, many died. We know that this affects every single person. Even Calvinists interpreting this particular passage are not going to take this as saying that only some are impacted by the sin of Adam and only some face death. And then it says, much more by the grace of God and by the gift of grace of that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded to many. So, the many is paralleled here. The same many that are impacted by the death of Christ are the many that are impacted by Adam's sin. So, if we see the impact of Adam's sin as universal, that parallel is going to cause us to say, okay, that second half of this, the second part of that parallel with Jesus and the impact of, of his life and death and resurrection, that also is for the same people, which is all people. And that's why Paul himself goes on in verse 18. She says, therefore, as through one man's offense, judgment came to all men, resulting in condemnation. So, through one man's righteous act, the free gift came to all men. And so, if that's the case, then clearly how that phrase many is intended is not to exclude some people from that number. That's now by number three, Dr. Jordan Cooper. Does many mean not all? Vote for that one by giving us a call live this Friday afternoon, January the 17th. 1-877-623-MYIE. Leave your vote at our Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash issuesetc, or send us an email, talkback at issuesetc.org. Get ready to vote. We're going to play soundbite number four, and after we've played it, we'll take a break and start taking your votes for issues, etc. soundbite of the week. Soundbite number four comes from Pastor Matt Harrison. Don't doubt the grace of God. 
a lot of times people doubt the grace of God because they think they've done something more horrid than anything God could possibly forgive. I assure you, you are no worse sinner than a Peter who denies Christ three times after standing up and confessing boldly he would never leave him. I assure you, you are no worse guy than a St. Paul who goes around persecuting and murdering Christians before he's converted. I assure you, you're nothing special as far as sinners go, not more special than an Augustine, St. Augustine, who lived a profligate and horrid life before he was converted to the faith. You have all kinds of mistakes. Read the stories of the Gospels and see how the apostles failed Jesus one time after another, how he becomes so frustrated with them, and yet he loves them even unto death. Christ came for sinners, only for sinners. Are you a sinner? That's wonderful, because Christ came for you. That's soundbite number four, Pastor Matt Harrison. Don't doubt the grace of God. Vote for that one, one 623 We'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll start taking your votes for Issues Etc. Soundbite of the Week. This break is a great time to call one 623 ie or send us an email, talkback at issuesetc.org, or go to our Facebook fan page and vote there, facebook.com slash issuesetc. Will it be soundbite number one, Sidna Massey and Dr. Michael New on a recent survey calling abortion regret a myth? Will it be soundbite number two, Dr. John Warwick Montgomery on how liberals handle the Bible? Soundbite number three, Dr. Jordan Cooper, does many mean not all? Or soundbite number four, Pastor Matt Harrison, don't doubt the grace of God. one 623 my ie Your votes are next. You can meet and hear Mark and Molly Hemingway, Robert George, Albert Moeller, Brian Wolfmiller, Hans Feeney, and Will Whedon at the 2020 Issues Etc. Making the Case Conference, Friday, June 12th and Saturday, June 13th in Chicago. For more information, visit issuesetc.org or call 618-223-8385. The 2020 Issues Etc. Making the Case Conference, June 12th and 13th at Concordia University, Chicago. This is Dr. Russell Dawn, President of Concordia University Chicago, with a message for parents, grandparents, and godparents of college-bound children. Concordia Chicago is a distinctive, comprehensive university of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. We're devoted to our Lutheran confession and committed to strong academics. Please encourage your child, grandchild, or godchild to check out Concordia University Chicago at cuchicago.edu. Expert guests, expansive topics, extolling Christ. You're listening to Issues Etc. Christological. My friends, Jesus comes only for sinners. Historical. I believe in God the Father Almighty maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by... Sacramental. Take and eat. This is the true body. 
of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ given unto death for your sins. To find a Christological, historical, and sacramental church near you, go to issuesetc.org and click Find a Church. Time for your vote for Issues Etc. Soundbite of the Week, live this Friday afternoon, the 17th of January. You vote by giving us a call, 1-877-623-MYIE. Sending us that email, talkback at issuesetc.org, a tweet at issuesetc, or at our Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash issuesetc. Will it be Soundbite number one, Sidna Massey and Dr. Michael New on a survey calling... Abortion Regret, A Myth. Soundbite number two, Dr. John Warren Montgomery, How Liberals Handle the Bible. Soundbite number three, Dr. Jordan Cooper, Does Many Mean Not All? Or soundbite number four, Pastor Matt Harrison, Don't Doubt the Grace of God. one 623 6943 Let's go to Dennis, who listens in Illinois. Hi, Dennis. Hello. I would have to pick uh, Pastor Harrison uh, to put it quite simply, if we don't have God's grace, or if we ignore it, or we don't believe it, or we change the definition of it, then we don't have the peace of Christ. Dennis, thank you very much, and thanks for listening in Illinois. What about the rest of you? one 623 6943 Diane is listening in Fulcher, Texas. You make this tough on listeners because, as usual, all the sound bites are great. I have to pick Dr. John Warwick Montgomery's soundbite number two. The best part of the podcast was left out of the soundbite, and she quotes, You start out with the Bible as God's word, then you keep your big mouth shut and listen to what it says, and if it says something you don't like, tough on you. That's priceless, says Diane. Diane, thank you very much. Josh listens in Newport, Kentucky. He says, soundbite number four, because Christ comes for the vilest of sinners. Timothy listens in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. He's voting for soundbite number two, because it reminds me of a great online article well over 10 years ago from Pastor Wilkin for the Issues Etc. journal, Bible-Believing Liberals. It was really good. I own six books written by Dr. Montgomery. Tim, thank you very much, and thanks for listening in Missouri. Dana listens in Holt, Michigan, voting for soundbite number three, does many mean not all? Thank God it's not just for the 144,000, says Dana. Thanks for listening there in Michigan. Larry listens in Baldwin, Illinois. He's voting for soundbite number four, Pastor Matt Harrison, don't doubt the grace of God. We can never hear enough that our sins are not too bad to be forgiven. Thanks for listening in Illinois, Larry. Diane listens in Belvedere, Illinois. She says, my vote goes to President Harrison's talk on grace. In today's world, it's not possible to tune out all of the religious talk about works, how we have to do this or that to be better Christians. I need the frequent reminders that Christ has done it all for me. Thank you, President Harrison. The article in The Lutheran Witness was also great. Sam listens in Clyde, North Carolina. He says, hi, Pastor Wilkin. My vote this week goes... For soundbite number three, I was a Calvinist for a couple decades. 
The first step toward Lutheranism for me was letting go of the doctrine of the limited atonement. I began to realize that it was unbiblical, but experientially that doctrine undercut the assurance for salvation. The five points of Calvinist work well when life is well, but when it starts going tough and one begins to question one's salvation, the five points don't work anymore. It's nice when it's all abstract, but when the rubber hits the road, you need the comfort and assurance that comes through the promises of God in Scripture. God bless your continued work through issues, etc. Sam, thanks to you as well. Jim says he's voting for soundbite number four, Pastor Matt Harrison, don't doubt the grace of God. What a Savior we have in Jesus, that he would save every sinner no matter how bad. We all need to be reminded that Christ came for all, and President Harrison has a great way of telling us this. I always feel better and have my faith strengthened after hearing from President Harrison. The soundbite from Jordan Cooper is about the same subject, the universality of Christ's saving work, but it's much more narrow in scope and not as inspiring. Jim, thank you very much. Mark listens in Columbia, Illinois. He says, I vote for soundbite number one, which reminded me of the phrase popularized by Mark Twain. There are three kinds of lies, lies, damned lies, and statistics. This study covers all three. It's a classic example of the persuasive power of numbers, particularly the use of statistics, to booster a weak argument. I appreciate both guests' viewpoints. Mark, thanks for listening in Illinois. John says he's voting for soundbite number two, Dr. John Warwick Montgomery, on how liberals handle the Bible. He says, I vote for that soundbite because liberals only believe parts of the Bible. The winner, according to your votes this Friday afternoon for Soundbite of the Week, is Soundbite number four, Pastor Matt Harrison, Don't Doubt the Grace of God. A lot of times people doubt the grace of God because they think they've done something more horrid than anything God could possibly forgive. I assure you, you are no worse sinner than a Peter who denies Christ three times after standing up and confessing boldly he would never leave him. I assure you, you are no worse guy than a St. Paul who goes around persecuting and murdering Christians before he's converted. I assure you, you're nothing special as far as sinners go, not more special than an Augustine, St. Augustine, who lived a profligate and horrid life before he was converted to the faith. You have all kinds of mistakes. Read the stories of the Gospels and see how the apostles failed Jesus one time after another, how he becomes so frustrated with them, and yet he loves them even unto death. Christ came for sinners, only for sinners. Are you a sinner? That's wonderful, because Christ came for you. That's soundbite number four, Pastor Matt Harrison. Don't doubt the grace of God. Thanks to everybody who voted for Soundbite of the Week. Mark in Columbia, Illinois, you get the LPR bundle package. Send us your shirt size and your mailing address. Talk back at issuesetc.org. Issues Etc. has been brought to you in part this week by Luther Academy. Luther Academy trains Lutheran pastors and lay people to the ends of the earth. Learn more about this faithful Lutheran worldwide outreach at lutheracademy.com lutheracademy.com next week on issues etc we'll discuss bible prophecy and the current events in iran with dr christopher mitchell we'll have pastor brian wolfmiller introduce us to the book of philippians and we'll get an update on the impeachment trial of president donald trump from molly hemingway 
Earlier this week, the president of Lutheran Public Radio, known to our listeners mostly as Issues Etc.'s own Paul Harvey, Harry Madsen, suffered a stroke. He is recovering, but we request prayers for him and his wife, Millie. He has been tireless in his support of Lutheran Public Radio from the very beginning. So pray for Harry that he's his recovery from this stroke continues. And, of course, that he be assured, as we heard in that soundbite, that God's grace in all circumstances is sufficient. I'm Todd Wilkin. I'll talk with you Monday. Thanks for listening to Issues Etc. Listen weekday afternoons to Pastor Todd Wilkin and guests on Issues Etc. Issues Etc. is a listener-supported program. Your financial support is vital for the continuation and expansion of this worldwide outreach. Our mailing address, Issues Etc., P.O. Box 83, Collinsville, Illinois, 62234. Box 83, Collinsville, Illinois, 62234. You can also donate at our website, issuesetc.org. Issues Etc. is a production of LPR, Lutheran Public Radio. Lutheran Talk. We have an ecumenical responsibility to hold forth the scriptures and to bear witness to grace alone, faith alone, Christ alone. Lutheran Music. Listen anytime, anywhere in 2020 with the Lutheran Public Radio mobile app. Download for iPhone, Android, and Kindle at issuesetc.org. In a world awash with all sorts of information, opinions, and ideas, there is still a place where God's Word is the central and only focus. Messiah Lutheran Church, 801 North Madison, Lebanon, Illinois. At 9 o'clock on Sunday mornings, God's people gather there to listen to Him. There you will find His words of law and gospel, and of course, our Lord's Holy Supper. Bible classes focus on the Bible and the Lutheran confessions. Come, listen, believe, and live, and check out our website at messiahlebanon.org. Did you make a New Year's resolution to get in shape this year? You'll find quality personal training and qualified instruction at Performance Fitness at Edwardsville. You could even work out for a full 30 days before making a commitment to join. Visit them on the web at performancefitness618.com or call 618-692-5063. Performance Fitness can help you keep your New Year's resolution. Performance Fitness in Edwardsville. Performancefitness618.com. The Substitute Organist Service has been a great blessing for our worship life here at Christ the King Lutheran in Riverview, Florida. Pastor Kevin Yoakum on the Substitute Organist Service. Now our organ plays rich liturgical music every single Sunday, and it's very affordable. You pick the hymns, you pick the liturgies. It's very simple. Just know when to push play. You can find out more about the Substitute Organist Service at churchmusicsolutions.com. Churchmusicsolutions.com. Listen to the best of the church's music for the Epiphany season at LutheranPublicRadio.org. Sacred music for the Epiphany season, 24-7. LutheranPublicRadio.org. We know that you want to build your family on the right foundation from the very start. 
the foundation of Jesus Christ. Concordia Publishing House offers more than 8,000 products for churches, schools, and homes. Dedicated customer service and an experienced staff to help you focus on what matters most. Click to connect at cph.org. Concordia Publishing House. Listening, responding, providing for God's people. Concordia Publishing House. cph.org. The Holy Trinity addresses three important things for the reader. Dr. Carl Beckwith talking about his book in the Confessional Lutheran Dogmatic series, The Holy Trinity. It explains the difficulties we face in confessing the Trinity in our world today. It shows how Scripture carefully and decisively presents the Trinity, and it rehearses the sound pattern of words used by the Church to clarify and defend the witness of Scripture. Learn more about the Holy Trinity at lutheracademy.com, lutheracademy.com.